0: And we're back. Sorry, I still got the smoke in my lungs from the casino. <laughs> jo- joined today by manager of the most disappointing team of all time, the Lawrence. I forgot your team name, cocksuckers. We also have guest star of the pod, <laughs> Jeremy Trey.
1: Hey. You guys you guys like to party? We do Always. party. Um, I don't but like do you do you like to party on Tuesdays? I'm a magnet. <laughs> i definitely here.
0: So how about that draft? Pre-draft party, excellent. Draft, excellent. 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 Yes, Those that was a great time. W- wings were bomb as hell. Mozzarella <laughs> stick was awful. Giant fried dick.
1: Giant Damn. fried cheese dick.
0: <laughs> I gotta tell you, I mean, the mozzarella stick was delicious, but that was way too much. Just... Way too much. Right.
2: Dude, that thing was, honest to God, right. the biggest Dude, mozzarella, steak awesome I awesome. ever. mozzarella ever. stick I have ever seen in my life.
0: Ever. Ever. Oh, hands Cra- down. Crazy. Couldn't fit my hands on it. It's like my penis. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No.
2: <laughs> I don't know that I want to jump in on that one. Ah...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: There were a couple of uh, a couple trades of that draft happened draft um, after the draft. So, you know, kind of news and notes for the league. Figure we should probably oh, yeah. go over those first. And, That's right. You, you know, have notes We you, do so have yeah. the one of the managers who is involved in both trades. So we can get his hey, reactions yeah, on that Yeah,
0: well. Jordy, go to sleep. sleep. Stop <laughs> making these random <laughs> fucking trades. <laughs> who the fuck do no, you think you so, are? Do you think you're so, Spiller?
1: So here's the funny part about the trade with – what's up, man? And we ended up talking for like an hour about, you know, how friends do, just God knows what. And then we were talking about our fantasy teams, and all of a sudden, we literally like, it just came together. It was magic. It was like beautiful lovemaking on a sunset beach. I wouldn't know. And now you're picturing Jevin making love on a sunset beach, and you're welcome.
0: I don't know you I don't up love love a picture in my head
1: anymore. <laughs> yep. Well, it's there, and it's... Oh, God. There is no God. Gonna...
2: Oh, <laughs> Alright, so first straight up We have uh, Wichita and Liberty Where Wichita traded away James Conner And Liberty uh, traded away James, or, uh, Alexander Madison And Tua Viola.
1: Alexander Madison What's his name? What's his name? <laughs> his so name is Alexander, Alexander Madison. Madison And he is gonna and sit up on the bench.
0: Just <laughs> he
2: Just he
0: wait
1: yeah. Just he, <laughs> just waits. he wait Yep, he shall. <laughs> he' gonna. Don't worry, Dalvin Cook will get hurt soon enough. It'll all make sense.
2: Honestly, guys. Okay, that that's the one that I could see like that being a realistic proposition, and it's gonna piss off Dakota when he hears this. But you might have you might have a steal there.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. I I totally see him being possible. Like, for the Vikings to be traded to another team to be an RB one.
2: I don't think they're gonna trade him. But Season. but you have the injury
1: outside. If, if Kirk Cousins leads them into the dumpster, for sure, yeah.
2: He hasn't led them into the dumpster yet, and it's been three years, so I don't I don't think he's going to.
1: Give it time. He's bringing out the. Did you, you heard that interview he did? He brought out the plexiglass shield. Dude, <laughs> we all know that
2: Kirk Cousins is a fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. We've known that since he was in Washington.
0: I I, I will also give you credit, Jordy. I think. Getting Tua instead of Deshaun Watson. It's, it just came out about two hours ago that the FBI yeah, no. is starting to investigate Deshaun Watson.
1: Oh shit.
0: Yeah. There's a grand jury
1: Oh uh, no in, or not indictment, but uh, <laughs> or not indictment.
2: A grand jury was convened to grand look at the evidence. To
1: look the evidence. Oh no. That can't no. be good. <laughs> no, it's not. It's yeah, great. yeah, it was <laughs> it would have been either Watson or Tua or Zach Smith, but Mean, Wilson. Zach Wilson, yeah. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> it was one of those. Don't trade for Zach one of those... Smith.
2: He's not going to be very good this year.
1: Oh, uh, this year. yeah. No, for sure not. No, it was one of those common names. No, uh, or Zach Wilson, but I have no interest in anyone who plays for the Jets.
0: That's fair. That
1: just in general, fair. on a regular that's
0: level. A st- I mean, mm-hmm.
1: that's not a even great just this year. Strategy. Just I think in general. The
0: last, the last it's... like truly successful Jets fantasy player was probably Brandon Marshall. Thinking about it, yeah,
2: probably. probably.
1: Yeah, it's more of a credo. Come up to me wearing Jets green. Nope, trash people. No. <laughs> Ain't gonna trash talk to you. Trash people. Uh-uh. Trash people. You're right. trash people. <laughs> <laughs> like off a of Walking Dead. Literally the same thing. Those <laughs> those trash people are were all Jets fans <laughs> before the zombies <laughs> came.
2: <laughs> I could see it. They were probably in New Jersey.
1: I could see it. Yep. <laughs> Exactly, hundred percent. They just flowed down with the river. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Honestly,
2: all right. overall, on on the trade there, I, this one didn't move the needle for me hardly at all. I I liked it for both teams and thought it made sense. And really, it was kind of a, a nothing trade. However, on this next trade, that's my analysis. Uh, we have Wichita and Winfield, where Wichita, Wichita receives receive Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. And Winfield receives Raheem Mostert, Brandon Cooks, and Mike Gasicki. Rape! All right. Here's the, th- okay. so the last tight end trade, I had to scream story, rape, so I wanted to do it again. Earlier in the offseason, I had tried to trade uh, Jevy for uh, Travis Kelsey, and he said, hey, no, uh, I'm going to need him for this year because I kind of want to compete for this year. I was like, oh, okay, cool, man. But then he got high. Yeah, okay, no, no I'm getting to that. I was like, okay, okay, cool. Uh, okay, cool. Just let me know if you change your mind. Well, low and behold, obviously, he didn't change his mind because he didn't fucking tell me. Fucking tell me and uh, and uh, so I messaged him about that, and he goes, yeah, I was a little high, or I'm a little high right now. I might regret this yeah, in the morning. So the weed bandits <laughs> literally pulled off a weed theft here.
1: Yep, like we do.
2: This is the first weed theft you've done. Don't even give me that.
1: I, well, He but he, he traded Saquon
0: one. Barley right before his career ended.
1: It was more of a weed heist. <laughs> 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 I am Batista in that casino surrounded by zombies and that, while running, money rains down. That movie sucks. Right now. It's great. It did, but that one scene, not bad. <laughs> Nothing to do with the storyline. <laughs> but <it was> good. <laughs> They shot that thinking, man, Jordy's going to need something to celebrate later, and this is the scene we're going to make for it. Because <laughs> if He's you go back and watch story. that, there's no fucking reason. He's literally firing a, uh, just while money rains down for no reason. Like, is there money in the ceiling? Who knows? Anyway, moving on. I feel pretty good about this trade, as you should personally. As you should. Yeah, I mean, I by my calculations. You hear that? That's me yeah. shuffling papers because I have multiple papers. Uh papers! I was just. I
2: literally have two papers.
1: <laughs> I game like, <laughs> like projected for the whole season, so that was cool. Yeah, I just
0: I just think you you didn't really give up anybody that was like a starter value for you because i think you had two better receivers and two better running backs than what you gave up and you got a massive upgrade at tight end so Mm -hmm. Uh, for you i think it was a good trade for jevy not as much of a good trade but he needed depth that all so he does help himself in that that way probably should have got a draft pick out of it and he didn't so that was a failure on his part but not a big big gripe i guess
2: no, nah, and he can still make moves with pieces yeah, mid-season for draft picks. So it's not like he's just SOL. But Yeah. And he's still new to the league. So getting used to some of the valuations. Because this isn't a typical – this isn't like a typical redraft or typical dynasty. Like the valuation that you've got to put on some of these guys is just a little bit different than what you normally would. So it there is an adjustment period. So I'll, I'll give him a little bit of a pass still. Next year, no, nah, fuck off. Figure it out. Figure it
1: out. He's doing great. You're doing great, (laughs) Jeffy. doing great. (laughs) Well, all right. Should we go ahead and move on into
2: the draft and start (laughs) telling everybody what a shitty job they did?
1: Oh, they did horrible. It was bad for everybody. How did all 12 of us fuck us up?
0: Man, my team's better. We started
2: drinking, that's how. Okay, so let's go ahead and start off this review. Okay, so go uh, we're ahead. going to start go ahead and start off with Cleveland. Um, Brandon, uh, since you're here, why don't you go ahead and kind of talk about uh, what your approach was to the draft, what you were really kind of happy about with it, and anything you maybe didn't like about your draft.
0: Yeah, yeah no, I mean, uh, on an honest take, though, um, I was trying to get a blend of, you know, top 50 caliber players with a blend of top talented rookies. And I think I did that overall pretty well. got the number one overall rookie running back. I got the number one overall rookie wide receiver. From that sense, I think it was a success. I think I could have went a little bit younger and drafted some more rookies. But for the talent that was available, to be able to get Ronald Jones and Nick Chubb and Adam Thielen and Tyler Lockett, I, I think I'm in a playoff. I have a playoff caliber team, but I will need some things to go my way.
2: I don't, I don't necessarily disagree a whole lot with that. Um, so when I was going through doing my rankings, I, I kind of had a standard of if there would have to be some really, really good value for me to go ahead and say that there was a pick that I really liked um, most everything was just kind of, this is about kind of what I expected. Um, the, the few picks that you had that I really didn't like Um, I really did not like the Adam Thielen pick for you. Um, I think just based on his age, he's 30, 31. um, For somebody who's kind of in a rebuilding phase, maybe not necessarily the best decision. And he's going to be coming off, or he's going to be looking at some major, major touchdown regression negatively this year. I think he had 14 touchdowns on not a lot of catches. So I... I know you were looking at him as, like, a top-12 guy last year, but I, I don't see that happening anywhere near close to happening this year. Um, I think you probably should have looked at some of the rookie running backs. Uh, you know, ETN or Javonta Williams would have made a, more sense for me, uh, you know, especially if you're looking at kind of that running back scarcity and getting, getting one of those other young guys locked up. Um, that's that's the approach I probably would have taken with that. Um, and then based on that, I didn't like the Ronald Jones pick, and it's strictly because I thought that there was higher upside running backs could have gotten earlier. And then I just didn't like the Tom Brady pick. Like he's he's a dude that may not ever play again after each individual year, and I don't know that I want to be holding that that time bomb if I'm a rebuilding team. I mean, you did you did make up for it later on with the Justin Fields pick, but it was still like a uh, maybe I could have gone along with somebody who'd be in the year or in the league just a few m- more years than that.
0: Well, I I would disagree on the Tom Brady pick simply because, I mean, quarterbacks aren't really a position that you have to keep. So I want to go youthful at every position. But, I mean, with quarterback, like I got Ben Roethlisberger in the 13th round, and he's a top 10 quarterback, you know. Um, I guess based off your point, I could have got Trevor Lawrence at that point. But I honestly, I thought he was going to be available later because I didn't think anyone would draft him yet because he hasn't even technically earned the starting spot in Jacksonville. So that was a gamble that I took, and Brady was a top-eight quarterback last year, and I think he's going to be better year two in Tampa Bay. He might just be a one-year player, maybe a two-year player. Probably won't keep him either way next year, but maybe yeah, I, that was I, my I, thoughts on Brady.
2: I get it. it. Just I think it could have gone a different direction, benefited your team more in the long run rather than kind of a shorter-term view.
1: Well, yep, I think right. that I think that you did a pretty decent job overall. Um, two old-ass fucks at QB, but then you went ahead and got Justin Fields, who, oh my God, against us in the preseason game, looked like a next star. So that's great. Killed it with Chubb. Way to go. Drafting him. Number one, just like all projections should have. I think you're really... I know, man. <laughs> I uh, I think you're really weak at wide receiver. Um, I think you need to like get some depth first and then trade for a good wide receiver. So get right on that. Other than that, um, you have a better team than me. Uh, it just sucks that you're in the whatever direction division y'all are in. West, east. North, south, east, west division. East to be in. So the north, south, east, west division championship. Uh, yeah, so you're fucked. But, I mean, now that we got two extra spots, I mean, I could see you as a playoff-caliber team. Ish. We'll I have
0: <laughs> five, five, five receivers who are number one on the depth chart, and Jamar Chase, so.
1: Yeah, but none of them projected to score more than 159 points this year.
0: Yeah, projections
2: are never... Yeah, I, projections are dumb. ESPN projections right. are really, really dumb. dumb.
0: I, I do think... I will say, I do think... Sa- You're right. Sam, you probably are right on Adam Thielen but I still, I, I probably value him a little bit more than you do but I do think he he is going to have a reduction in numbers as he gets older and because simply because Justin Jefferson is a star like not star in making, he is a star it's already been Thielen's still a thousand yard receiver um, the quarterback play in Minnesota was just So inconsistent last year. And I think, I don't know, hopefully Kirk Cousins is back to being himself this year because he was terrible last year.
2: Well, maybe. He's not a good quarterback. We'll have to see. Let's go ahead and move on to Wichita. Uh, Jordy, we're going to go ahead and talk about your draft, what you liked, what you didn't like.
1: (laughs) This is perfect timing. Oh, damn it. I got a new toilet so it's quiet when it flushes. Well, I just flushed the toilet, so... <laughs> um, I feel pretty good about my team, like, with those post-draft trades. I mean, I definitely gave up a lot before it, and I definitely realized in hindsight I probably made some errors in my keepers, mainly just Baker Mayfield, but I got hope for the guy. I'm feeling good about him. Uh, I hope he doesn't fuck this up. This is a long time, so good for him. Um... I'm super happy, obviously, with my tight end now, post-draft. Uh, I guess I sh- I guess if we're talking about um, what I actually did during the draft, I felt really good. I got some steals, in my opinion, that could possibly um, come and do something, or they could do nothing at all. I've got a lot of boomer bust guys. And I just feel like looking at my whole roster, the whole thing was super wishy-washy. And so that's why I prove a bit. So now I feel like I've got more starting caliber, keeper caliber players on my team now rather than just, hey, here's the best scoring players you could find each and every year sort of thing.
2: Sure. Um, I Honestly, I didn't see any picks from you that I really liked or really hated. Um, all of your picks happened late enough in the draft that everything is pretty much a dart throw. One I maybe could have liked a little bit more one I, I could see myself saying that I liked might have been the Marquise Brown, um, but it's just I know I've got Lamar Jackson, but that offense just doesn't throw, and he's not a number one type receiver. Yeah. No, he's exactly. A to Sean he is, Jackson. yeah, he is a, a wide game. receiver
1: for the Ravens, hundred yeah. percent.
2: And you just don't know when those big games are going to be, so you just you never feel comfortable starting him. So maybe he turns into just something reliable, but I don't. I, I don't hate the pick you know it's in round 14 you could could do worse yeah I could
0: Brandon your thoughts I mean that's kind of my same my same sentiment there Um, I I like some of the guys you got in those last rounds Um, some of them were my suggestions you're welcome Collusion, a
1: hundred percent. But, uh, 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> but I mean, it was like, mainly because I was just looking at his laptop, and he like would move the cursor and be like, "What about that guy?" I'm like, you know what? Yeah. That does sound like a good idea. <laughs> that does sound like an <laughs> NFL player. <laughs> yeah. right. Wilson or Smith, grab him. Zach Smith, twenty
0: twenty two. Late in those rounds, like, yep. <laughs> if Marlon, if Marlon Mack doesn't get hurt last year, he's the starter, and backup to have he has talent he's still young i think he's only 25 so he's still a young player Uh um, i mean colby easily put up decent numbers but he might get covid and be gone um aj green who knows i i think having deandre hopkins is gonna help aj green and like i've said many he's times good, i am not a Z- zach Ertz. don't call it a comeback just saying it, <laughs> it just, these are all just
2: late late round upside picks so i I don't know. I don't know. There's really a lot to talk about on them. So let's go ahead and move, on, move on, on to on. Uh, Lehigh Horny Toads. Uh, Brandon, you want to go ahead and kick us off here?
0: Ba ba Lehigh. Well, I mean, it's, it's hard for me to say. Like, when I did my little draft analysis thing that I was doing, I, I looked at his team, and I, I don't think his team is better off than it was a year ago, but he is still in the full, like, rebuild mode, and he got he got the most rookies of anybody. And a lot of these rookies aren't going to see a lot of playing time this year other than maybe Devonta Smith. But Devonta Smith is still in one of those who knows what Eagles receiver is going to get the catches this year. So, I mean, he could be a 1,300-yard receiver. He could be a 400-yard receiver. We don't know yet. No. So, But I, I like it might be a steal. Chuba Hubbard was a beast at Oklahoma State before his injury. And, I mean, really when Spencer Sanders got hurt last year for Oklahoma State, that's really when Chuba Hubbard's – Uh, production went down but I mean if Christian McCaffrey goes down Chuba's gonna be a beast I guarantee it so it's one of those things that right now I have to rank him as one of the worst teams in the league but his future could be very bright
2: going in or looking at at what Lehigh did the only one I really liked I I really liked it uh that he's able to grab Devonta Smith um uh, probably one of the highest upside guys who are available You know, he wasn't fucking around with that one. He made sure to grab the highest upside. Um, Most of the rest of his picks I just see as kind of late round dart throw, not a big deal. Um, The one that I really didn't like was the James White pick, and I just think that
0: that was a wasted
2: pick. You know, know, even if you didn't like any of the other players, I – Okay, just later on in that round, we have Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense being big, Matt Ryan, Corey Davis, Jamal Williams, Evan Ingram, Philip Lindsay, all of those guys I would have easily rather had over James White, and that's including a defense. And you guys know how I feel about drafting a defense in the 12th round.
1: Yeah, you don't like it. Not one bit. Instead, you <laughs> wait around and draft him in the 13th like I did this year. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, I, I took my defense – I took my defense fairly early, but it was because I had it was in the 15th.
2: No, you you picked your first defense in the 12th round.
0: Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's It was fairly early, but most of my picks were early in the round is what I mean. Like,
2: Gotcha. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I kind of got out there, so I missed yeah. the most important bit. Also, I don't yeah. listen to
0: you, so fuck off.
1: Yeah, just in general. It's a good that's idea.
0: Fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right, Sam and right. I
1: have actually been doing this podcast the whole time.
2: Yeah, we just didn't actually listen to anything, Brandon. I'm said. it. I'm gonna edit out everything that Brandon says in this. <laughs> all right, Jordy, thoughts on the
1: for sure. So what? Uh, so also, it should be said. I said this off air. So for my app that I uh, that I have, I uh, to have this conversation online on the internet with these two guys, I have to have the app open all the time. So I can't view any information at all about the rest of our <laughs> leagues. So. <laughs> We're just going to (laughs) wink. How about this? How about you just provide commentary? They did a really good job. Exactly. All right. So, Lehigh, he did a great job getting to the draft on time. Uh, Was very impressed with his ability to shut his laptop and be the first one to take it to his car. And then he apparently (laughs) won a bunch of money on a slot machine and got out of there. So, I mean, that has to translate to a good fantasy football season, guys. Dilly-dilly-dilly. (laughs) Dilly-dilly.
2: <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on then. Um, Gerard Welbrox. Uh, I kind of want to go ahead and kick this one off myself. Um, I didn't like his draft at all. Um, so let me let me kind of go ahead and give you an overview of uh, who Gerard's starting lineup, at least as of the moment, is kind of projecting to be. Uh, it's going to be Russell Wilson, Kareem Hunt, uh david johnson okay probably not david johnson but david johnson was david one of the picks uh odo beckham jr cooper cup gronk leonard fournette um if this were 2018 he would win the league hands down um i don't know if he was drafting <laughs> off of a 2018 like cheat sheet or not but uh kelly double check your papers uh because we were doing 2021 this year and you're going to want to use 2022 next year. So just, you know, a little bit of pro tip there. there. Um, Um, You know, he started off his, his draft, um, picking up Julio Jones, which which, he's not a bad player just at that price point. Um, He's probably in a position or George probably in a position where he needs to be rebuilding, um, building up his core to try to compete in the future um, and I don't think that Julio Jones helps with that. Not you know, not when he's got you know, Jamar Chase there, uh, Travis Etienne, Javante Williams. Those you know, those caliber of guys. Um, I just I don't think it was great. I didn't like Odell Beckham in the fifth round. Um, I just don't see the upside there for him. Uh, Robert tanyan has got negative touchdown regression coming hard for him this year. David Johnson. Uh, the news is starting to maybe come out that he might not even make. The team he might not be good enough for the Houston Texans. I'm going to let that one stand there. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Um and then I didn't like his selection of the Kansas City Chiefs defense. You know, and I, typically I don't want to be too harsh on defenses, but he already had the Buccaneers defense, so why?
0: No, he 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 drafted the Chiefs before the Bucks. He got the Bucks later.
2: Now he got the Bucks in the 12th round.
0: Yep. My fault.
2: I look at your room. My bad. Yeah, yeah. So get your facts straight.
1: You're drunk. know your facts.
2: Yeah. Know your facts. I think that's how Know your, facts. Know your um, facts. Honestly, it's just I don't think Gerard set himself up well for for this upcoming year. Um, I don't know. I just I didn't see anything that I liked out of his draft. I don't like the values that he got. I think he did himself a big disservice here.
0: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll disagree with you a little, not too much, but a little bit on Julio Jones. I mean, I think your head's right. I think what Gerard should have done has been a complete rebuild, where he should have went after rookies, maybe get that ETN in there. Um, but Julio Jones was the highest-rated player left on the board by far when he drafted him. Like, I think he was ranked 31st. So, I mean, I get the pick but I do think he probably should have went in a youth movement. Um, From last year to this year, but I don't know. Of of all the teams drafting, I think Gerard may have had the worst draft. I hate to say that. His running backs just, Kareem Hunt and Leonard Fournette, those guys might both be second string. I mean, not even might. I think Rojo is the number one guy in Tampa, right? As far as I know, yeah. And has essentially no depth whatsoever because this was a really – weak draft for running backs uh, receiver he's gonna be fine don't love his receivers but it was a receiver heavy draft so he got some players Julio and Cooper cup aren't slouches and obj is not a slouch but yeah it not in my opinion not a great draft I'm right there with you I think his strategy was probably a little bit off definitely should not have kept Russell Wilson he could have easily got the top guess had he dropped uh, Russell Wilson and he could he still could have overdrafted Russell in the third round or something, because no matter who was there, I wasn't going to drop her back until at least the 10th round. So I think he, he goofed up there not dropping Russell Wilson. Jordy, thoughts?
1: Okay, so he's trying to act like it's 2018, 100%. I'm going to need to play off of LeBron, LeBron homemakers. Uh they're if they were the 2014 all-star team they're playing for the lakers right now so i like his style in that fact that he's going to call back to you know the days of yore and see what they can do for him but yeah no i totally agree with you guys where it's he drafted a team that he's trying to compete with where if you're only keeping one guy you don't you're not trying to compete this year you're trying to basically build up to then have a a great from that perspective it is what it is but i do want to highlight that like we said in the casino i i told him i said man if you ever win the south i'm gonna be so happy for you that's like not even gonna be a rivalry we're just all cheering for you man (laughs) come on buddy you got this good job
2: you beat me way to go man
1: so i mean (laughs) i mean literally the two other than the two weeks he plays me i hope he wins every damn game i'm on I'm on his team I'm on team Gerard
2: <laughs> all righty so let's go ahead and move on to uh, Potter that. muggles Bernie so um, uh, you want to
0: kick Potter this muggles. one off yeah let me look at here um i I really liked Potter's position in this draft I thought he did a good job of acquiring draft picks while still being able to keep a large amount of talent on his team um I really like a lot if not all of the people he kept um, as we saw as that draft unfolded when it came to that eighth ninth round there were no did not seem like players that you would keep but I think it paid off for him because I don't believe they would have been there had he dropped them um, with his actual draft picks to steal a phrase from you Sam I think it's like kind of throwing darts at a board but, Antonio Brown could be a boomer bust player. It was the same thing last year. He had a couple big games late once he finally got used to the offense. Um, I think he'll be better this year because he is more accustomed to playing with Tom Brady and the rest of the Buccaneers. I mean, that's, you know, it's another one of those teams that has a lot of receiving threats in the Bengals. So, um, who knows all that? the best defense in the league, one of the best kickers in the league and a couple receivers. So, I I thought it was a good draft for Potter.
1: And he has a kicker.
0: He has two kickers. I'm going to get to that He has a kicker. My God. That may have been been a mistake. I am okay with someone keeping two defenses if you have the right value for it. Because I think defenses can be a little bit more valuable than kickers because there's not as many good points or a team that's going to have 74 points. And those double points really, in my opinion, do help you. But two kickers, I mean, you can get the same value of a kicker any week. So.
2: Yeah, those are just dice rolls there. No, I, I, think, I think you alluded to it well. Um, Potter had positioned himself well for this draft. I liked most of his picks. Um, the one that I liked probably more than any of the others was the Trey Lance pick. I uh, got those with his ninth round pick from Cleveland. Um, so I thought that was kind of his, uh, a really, 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 really nice uh, pickup for him. Um, I don't know if Trey Lance is actually going to play this year or not, but he has probably the highest upside of any, um, quarterback or rookie quarterback. Um, so adding that to, to his team no. that it, it looks pretty stacked. Just, just
1: Justin Fields is a goddamn monster. He's already going to take starter snaps. I,
2: I think the Trey Lance is probably going to be better. Yeah. One
0: plays for the 49ers, the other plays for the Bears. I'm going to let that speak for itself. Um, <laughs> and then Good question. Who was alluded... Trey Lance's first.
2: Oh, we're not playing this trivia bullshit head. thing again. No, just, just guys. I Actually, bet Jordan
0: I knows. Who was Trey Lance's first head coach in college? Nobody gives a shit. Nick Sage. At North Dakota State.
1: Colin Klein?
0: Green? Chris Kleiman, who's now at K State.
1: Oh, God, he's that K-State guy. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad when we're saying K-State coaches and quarterbacks in the NFL brand. <laughs> no, the only thing about Potter's draft I didn't
2: like is once he made all those trades, uh, or I think he ended up making a trade to get uh, I think he ended up Lehigh's 19th round pick. I think it cost him an acquisition uh, at that point pick anything other than a backup kicker you know they may not pan out but at least it's a dart throw you might get some value out of it if it doesn't you're going to use that slot to pick up another kicker once it comes to the bye week anyway so that's the only knock i really see on his, on his draft otherwise i really liked what he did i thought he got good value when he needed to Alrighty. um uh, let's go ahead and move on to me uh lawrence monkey mafia um i don't want to talk about my team first so brandon go ahead
0: You made me talk about my team first, and you made Jordy talk about his team first, so you're going to talk about your team first.
2: Well, fine. Bam! There you go.
0: I'll do it.
1: Oh, I think my team's awesome. The end.
2: Actually, okay, so overall, (laughs) uh, I didn't see any picks that I went, wow, wow, wow. I can't believe I got this guy in this round. This is incredible. This is a great value. I didn't see any, obviously, I don't have any picks that I really hated. Um, but I don't think that I had any incredible steals or anything like that. But I think that for what I needed to do in this draft, which was to build up wide receiver depth and, you know, basically just depth at my backup positions, I thought mission accomplished.
0: I'm kind of going to echo you on that. I think Trevor Lawrence is a great pick for you. That's probably your best pick in the draft, in my opinion. Um, you've got to – and I know you don't value kickers and defenses that much, but you got a really good defense with the 49ers and you didn't take them overly early. I can't believe they were still there. Uh, but I think you made the, the trade of the off season though, uh, getting Lamar Jackson. Cause I mean, your team was good going into the season, but you had nothing at quarterback and now you have a top three quarterback in the league and you are set up to potentially win a championship. God, I hate saying that. Fuck you. <laughs> so, but, fun fact,
2: so when I was looking at defenses to draft, um, um, the reason I kind of zeroed in on uh, San Francisco's defense is strictly because of their first two matchups. Um, I don't honestly remember who their first two weeks are, but I know that they're good matchups. And the reason that that was important for me is, one, I know week one, I've got Ottawa, and it's going to be a tough matchup. And week two, I'm going to break the fucking curse of losing to Lehigh every goddamn year. I know his team looks like trash this year, and my team looks a lot better, but fuck it. I cannot beat him, and I wanted a good matchup there.
0: Lamar Jackson's going to tear his ACL week two. You shut your whole mouth. (laughs) Immediately. Well, if that's the case, then Trevor Lawrence is going to lead Lawrence.
2: Ha. Lawrence to Lawrence. Lawrence's savior
1: is Lawrence. Yeah, see. I mean, yeah, I am good, but, like, I don't think he's as awesome as y'all are thinking he is. And I'm basing that entirely on opinion. So, ha! <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I mean, I'll, I'll go back into that. The reason I'm so high on Lawrence's team is uh, his running back depth. Like, there, I don't think there's a team in the league that has as many starting running backs. Joe Mixon, Antonio Gibson, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins. Like, that's as good as it gets. So, but uh, Lamar J- Jackson has so much like dual threat. Uh, he can he can get points. It's like a running. Back.
2: Yeah, and see with with my running back situation, that depth. That's kind of why when I'm talking about some of these other teams and how they should have targeted some running backs early on, like um, like I thought you should probably should have Brandon uh, Gerard should have. Like going into last year, this was my exact plan. I had no intention to really compete. And, 2020. I just wanted to make sure I avoided relegation. Built it up where I got young, strong running backs. Knew that 2021 was going to be my my target year, and I have that depth now. Like if you'd have gone through the same sort of thing, done Nick Chubb, Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, like you would have been set up in the same position for next year to have just that kind of studly depth and made you one of the stronger teams. So that's kind of my thought process behind it, and this is kind of the results that I, I'm I'm suggesting folks aim for.
0: I. Uh, I just don't trust um, Jacksonville running backs.
2: All right, let's go ahead and talk now about Scott City Beavers. Uh, Well, since I did have to go ahead and talk about myself
0: first. Brandon, why don't you go ahead and start off uh, talking about the Beavers. He made that much of a change to his team. Um, I think his biggest get is probably Mike Davis, and I also like his uh, rookie get, Trey Sermon. but it, i mean this was a really tough draft he was already pretty sound at receiver and the positions that he needed to fix on his team were tight end and running back and there really was not much available in this draft so i don't see much of a difference in this team i do think having mike davis is running back situation than having zach Moss, a sleeper player could potentially be McCole hardman who was on his team last year and he redrafted him this year um but at the same time, I mean, who knows? Maybe McCall Hardman doesn't do anything. He's a Sammy Watkins 2.0. But I'm kind of high on the kid. I think him in a number two role might actually be beneficial. And he got, he got decent running backs, don't get me wrong. But it's just I don't see anything as a game changer, per se. I think his team's about the same as last year.
2: Yeah, I, you know... I looking looking at his draft results, I didn't see anything that really stood out to Okay, so one thing that stood out to me that I liked, I did like the Anthony Ferkser, um, pick, tight end of Tennessee. Um, I do like the kid's athleticism. I do think he's got some pretty good production ahead of him. Might be able to see him kind of recreate the uh, New Smith role from last year. Um, I didn't see anything overall that I hated. I did kind of like his approach to it, so he starts off with Really strong running back, uh, really strong quarterback, two really strong wide receivers. So most of what you need for a good, solid starting lineup. And he just took a whole bunch of running backs and said, fuck it, hopefully one of these guys will pan out. And I, I like Mike Davis right. as a number two. I think mean Harris could potentially be a solid number two, but then you have to trust a New England running back, and that always makes me nervous. A.J. Dillon has championship uh, upside if Aaron Jones goes down. Trey Sermon could have that same sort of effect in San Fran because they always turn out uh, really, really strong uh, running backs and if if and when Raheem Mostert goes down, Trey Sermon looks like the next guy up. So, I liked I liked the approach. I don't know that I necessarily went, wow, 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 amazing pick on any individual one, but just kind of that approach there. And then the rest of the draft, it was just kind of a fill out the rest of the roster, find the value as it drops to him. Um, I thought maybe picking up the Los Angeles Rams defense was a little bit early in the 11th round. But I I don't know. I, I, it's just, it just seems and feels too early. You could be drafting better upside guys like Elijah Moore uh, two picks later. I don't know. I, I just I really don't like picking no. up defenses that early. But overall,
0: right. solid draft. I, adding on to Trey Sermon, kid was a beast in college. He was a monster at Oklahoma. Took him a little bit to get going at Ohio State, but those, if you go back and look at his stats, I think his last four games at Ohio State was unbelievable. And the reason it took him a while to get on the field at Ohio State was he was a transfer fall camp, you know? <laughs> they, I think they had a week of practice, and then the season started because of COVID restrictions. So newcomers were just kind of screwed last year. So his senior season numbers are a little skewed, in my opinion, and I think he's going to be a really good running back in the NFL.
2: Yeah, I, I think his upside pretty nice. And I, Like I said, I think Scott said he did a pretty nice job. I think he's got the upside to maybe be able to compete, but it's going to really depend on how all those running backs turn out. If none of them do, then he's not going to be able to. But if they do, he's got a pretty high upside. Um, so let's go ahead and New move bins. on um, to Ottawa Anarchists. Um, they really didn't have a lot in the way of early picks because they traded away just about everything. They, they had one pick in the 11th round, Johnny Smith, and then they didn't pick again until the 16th, which is honestly probably for the best for Clint because he was so hung hungover uh, that I don't know that he would have been able to draft any earlier than that.
0: Um, uh, get well soon, buddy. <laughs> rest in peace. Um,
2: <laughs> I did like the Johnny Smith pickup, um, in the eleventh round, and I, I think that I liked that, and I think it, 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 if he knew he would have been able to pick up Johnny Smith, I think that, that probably would have meant that he would have kept Sutton over Logan Thomas. I think that probably would have been the smarter move. Um. But he, he does kind of help build up that depth, so maybe you can kind of platoon that together and get some good production out of that. Um, and then he really doesn't have anything, you know. He's again not picking until the sixteenth round, so there's n- nobody that's really kind of a wow pick at, at least at this point in time that we're looking at. So I don't know that there's anything that he did poorly. Uh, maybe the Sony Michelle pick, but at that point I'm just kind of nitpicking. Um, for what he had available to him. I don't think he did a terrible job. I don't think he did an amazing job. It's just a
0: yeah, it's an okay job. Really don't know much about these two rookies. Can you say one of their names? The is it Rahandre? Ramandre? Dre Stevenson? Just Rahundre Ramondre Stevenson? Yeah, yeah I take don't out know the anything H thing about that guy. Why are you putting so much Couldn't emphasis tell...
2: on the H? <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> cool whip. I'm saying what what way? But uh what knowing clint he knows he did his research. Brevin Jordan's probably the second best rookie tied end. I don't know. um i I think he did what he had to with what was available. I liked his Derek Carr pick that late. um it's a decent backup quarterback to get that late. Uh, may have he probably still would have been available in free agency. He probably would have went undrafted maybe, but I do like Derek Carr. I think he has his weapons. He's a fantasy sleeper sort of guy. Strong overall lineup. It just didn't have very good draft position this year because he traded a lot of his picks away, and I think he did the best with what he had. So,
2: yeah, I, I, there's nothing more he could have done.
0: So yeah, let's go ahead and move on uh, to Cocker City Thundercocks. Thundercocks. Well, let me see if I can find him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Are you having trouble finding your cock or the cocks? Excuse me.
0: <laughs> well, I think I think Dakota did a good job drafting rookies. Um, I don't know if he would have expected ETN to be available when he was. I know I didn't. I figured as soon as I drafted uh, Najee Harris, ETN would be the next pick off the board. Um. So, yeah, going back to what you said, that was probably a fault on my part for not taking him in the third round. But, I didn't think he was going to be there Thielen probably a mistake, but anyways, back to Conquer city. Um, I really liked his pickup of Ryan Tannehill. I was pissed because that was going to be my next pick. And I usually steal Ryan Tannehill because everybody undervalues him for the last couple of years. He has been a monster in Tennessee. And then you add in Julio Jones, Tannehill's a big time sleeper quarterback. Um, T Higgins, where he got him. That's a good value pick. Am i my opinion i don't like will so i you know he went with best available so it's not like it's a bad pick i'm not high on javante williams you are so agreed to disagree um but for where he was picking that's a great rookie signing no matter what so i like his rookies i don't think he made very many bad picks it was a good draft so yeah
2: see i i really really liked Cocker City's draft um, you know, with the court that he's got, he could have either gone for for a rebuild or for um, a playoff push, and I think he was able to accomplish both. Um, I really like the Travis Etienne pick. Um, I like the T. Higgins picks. I like the Javante Williams picks. I like the court. I was really, really surprised that Courtland Sutton lasted as long as he did. Um, real happy that Cocker was able to grab him there. Um, I also really like the Elijah Moore. He snagged him right before I was able to. Um, So I'm a little annoyed by that, but um, I thought I thought overall he was able to do a really good job kind of doing that uh, building for the future while still being able to compete this year. And I think as long as Dalvin Cook and Chris Carson, Mike Evans, don't really kind of age out of production next year. Cocker City is looking like it's going to have an extremely strong lineup in 2022 while still being able to compete this year. A lot of young pickups with LaVishka, Chennault, and Jalen Waddle. Those guys could be very productive this year, or they might just need a year of seasoning and could be really, really productive next year. So I think ultimately Cocker was able to accomplish everything that they really, really should have, and they've got themselves set up really, really nicely. All right, um, let's go ahead and do the Winfield Nut Grabbers he really didn't have a <gasps> lot of options and uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know that he did a great job with his draft. I didn't like, um, you know, the thing that he really needed to come into this draft doing is trying to find running back depth. Um, he did start out aiming at those targets, got Kenyon Drake, Phillip Lindsay, JD McKissick. None of those are world beaters, but at that, you know, the points that he was drafting, he wasn't going to find world beaters. Um, he got Hayden Hurst after that, and then he went Daniel Jones, and I don't understand the Daniel Jones. You've already got Kirk Cousins. You've already got Taysom Hill. I wouldn't have wasted a pick there. I would have just aimed for other upside picks at positions that I really need for long-term growth. Um, And he goes Jameson Crowder, who's probably not long for the Jets. It just I don't know. I don't think Winfield got a lot of great value out of his draft. I think he was able to target the running back position probably about as well as he could have. But didn't do a lot to make his team better in the short or long term. And this is all before he gave away Travis Kelsey.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm 100% on your side. Love you, Jevy. Really do. Love you, Jevy. But it was not a – I don't think he made very many good decisions this year um for one cousins i don't like Taysom hill as a keeper and then the quarterback that you actually draft in my opinion is one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the nfl daniel jones so i i think you have one you have three is fine but when it's three of the worst quarterbacks starting in the nfl which Taysom hill might not even be starting that's a problem uh your wide receiver one he could be anywhere between 1 and 3 on the depth chart for the Steelers. Receiver. I got, e- echoing what you said on his running backs, I think he took the best available and there wasn't much there. So drafting-wise, I think he made good picks at running back there. But it doesn't help his team, like starting lineup-wise. Um, I do like the Jalen Rager because I think he got him in the very last round. Um, but Rager's another one of those... He might be a bust now because he's very much injury-prone, and Devonta Smith has a lot more upside than Jim. Being that offense, it significantly decreased. So, yeah, if I had to grade anybody, I'd grade Winfield as an F. I hate to say it, but, yeah, it was not a great, great draft.
2: All right, so let's go ahead and skip over the Liberty Crushers. Because Welcome. anybody with Spiller. Fuck. Um, no. we'll, <laughs> we'll go ahead and uh, go to Liberty Crushers.
0: Um, Brandon, go ahead and tell him what a shitty job he did. Well, he didn't have to draft at all because he sucks at drafting, so he avoids it. So fuck him. But no, I, I think he did a pretty decent job. Uh, he got a couple of rookies. Zach Wilson's one of the higher upside quarterbacks there is. Um, I think a mistake in hindsight would be keeping Deshaun Watson. But, I mean, you can't blame him. Like, Deshaun Watson is a top-five quarterback in the NFL when he's playing and not raping women. But... uh, You don't get fantasy points for raping women. Allegedly. Depends on the league. But... uh, (laughs) Depends on league (laughs) settings. Oh, God. (laughs) I think he's strong across the board, and he kind of went youthful, in a way, getting Zach Wilson, Rondell Moore, and Terrence... Or Terrace Marshall, Jr.? Is I'm out of just type that in wrong. It might be Terrence. Or is it Terrace?
2: I've got Terrace Marshall. I think it's yeah. Terrace. Yeah,
0: Terrace Marshall, Jr. T. Marshall. Uh, yeah, I, he did fine. Uh, some picks, all that stuff. Um, I like his trade with Jordy. It doesn't help or hurt him, and now he can get his kicker on his team. You probably love that he didn't draft a kicker. Um, I, I really like his defenses. <laughs> the Bears and the Saints, you know, and... Getting Austin Hooper as a backup tight end late in the draft, I I think Clint did a good job fucking, though. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, for the most part, honestly, I you did a pretty decent job.
2: Um, none of the picks that you did really kind of stand out to me as extreme values, um, but I thought you did a nice job grabbing value where it was there. Um, the one pick that I did really, really like for you was the Terrace Marshall uh, in the 18th round. I think the dude has a pretty high upside. And I'm surprised he lasted till the 18th round. So I, I think he did a good job with that pick there. Um, overall, solid draft with you know the limited capital that you've got. I, I think could have done significantly worse.
0: So that leave us with one team left. Is that right? Yeah,
2: with you know the shittiest team in the league. Fuck you. Um, I got to find a new division rival. The uh, the Cleveland Steamers have well been pick. rival for a while. So. Uh, <laughs> No, it's going to bring us to yeah, um, right. they've, only, they've only beat you six out of seven times, but allegedly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's going to bring us to the Marysville Magnificence. Um, overall, again, I don't think a lot of teams really made really terrible value picks. Um, I think that kind of applies for Marysville as well. I didn't see anything that stood out to me as, you know, incredible picks. Um, I really liked – the one pick that I really liked to him at, uh, was the Gerald Everett pick, uh, mostly because I was thinking about grabbing him. Just immediately after that, heard it went, oh, son of a bitch, Andy. You know, at it, it, that point, like in 16th, 17th round, so not a huge deal. Um, but I think that as a backup um, tight end for him, that's probably pretty damn good value. Um, I don't know that I liked the pick of the Green Bay Packers defense, um, but since there were so many defenses off the board already, I don't hate it. And it's a defense, and you might be able to find one of those, you know, inevitable sleeper defenses that pop up after, you know, year to year. And you never know that they're going to be a top five defense. Um, but overall, I thought he did a pretty nice job. Nothing, nothing terrible, uh, nothing outstanding, but did what he needed to.
0: Yeah, I mean. If I had to rank his draft, I think it's one of the worst in the league, but it wasn't – it's not saying his team is bad. There was just not much for him really to do where he was picking because his team's so freaking good that he got to keep the majority. I don't like the running backs he drafted, but as I've said multiple times, I don't – for what he got, where he got them, they're not bad picks by any means. I'm not a fan of Hines. I'm not a fan of Penny. I'm definitely not a fan of Justin Jackson. I'm pretty sure I cut him last year. Um, but there was not much in terms of depth there. So he took what was the best available. Overall, good draft. Don't like the Packers pick, as you said. I'm probably not as high on Everett as you are. Hunter Henry's a decent pick, I guess. Uh, but not Pat's depth chart at tight end, because they have like three decent players now, don't they? And then, and there's then a, a couple, couple of, of uh, rookies, like sophomore guys that they drafted last sophomore, year. Sophomore, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hey, uh Devin Asazi and somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? But he's gonna be one of the best teams in the league.
2: Yeah. Oh guys, that'll do it for the post draft uh, review. Um thanks for listening to us. Thanks for joining in. Everybody else can fuck off. Um actually no, I I did I don't I don't know how Brandon felt, but I did have a lot of fun seeing everybody again, you know these past couple years has been just kind of socially difficult because of everything going on in the world. And it was really good and a lot of fun to be able to get together with everybody bullshit and just hang out and have a good time. And for those of us, uh, for those of you who weren't able to join us, if you can in the future, please come join us. It's a hell of a lot of fun and we'd love to be able to make fun of you guys to your face and sit over the internet. So try to make a trip out if you can.
0: I don't know about all about that. I had to wear a fucking tutu. Oh, that but, was the best part. Oh, my God. You guys missed
2: out on Brandon having to bitch out. Uh, you know, Brandon had to go to the bathroom, but he didn't want to do it because he was too embarrassed that some strangers might see him. So he had to have Jordy hold his hand not, and probably no. hold his
0: dick on the way to the bathroom. That is bullshit. It's not strangers.
2: <laughs>
0: no, no. The people in Wellington are pretty strange. I teach. <laughs> yeah. So second year teacher walking around in a pink shirt that says my football team fucking sucks with a giant turd on the front wearing a bright ass rainbow tutu <coughs> and the fact that I didn't get a haircut so I look like a hippie
2: it was such a look and then when you did the whole on top thing oh my god that was amazing <laughs> I hate you <laughs> oh. Honest to God, guys, if you guys get a chance to come by next year and do the draft, please do. It's a hell of a lot of fun, and we'd love to all – you know, for uh, those uh, – I think there's a few folks we actually haven't all met, uh, so we'd love to meet you. We'd love to make fun of you to your face. Um, so, yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next one. We're probably on the next episode. We're going to go ahead and kind of project uh, each team and kind of rank everybody and go through all that rigmarole. So um, I believe that now it is time. Brandon to say
0: Eat dick, Sam Close enough <laughs> Alright